everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard the heart-wrenching story of one man's journey to faith, healing, and forgiveness in Christ. From the pain and rejection of an earthly father to the acceptance and love of a heavenly father. In a world where single mothers outnumber a two-parent home, the devastating effects of that fatherless life can be seen in statistics nationwide. A vacuum of love, acceptance, validation, and affirmation is being lost on a generation of young boys if something is not done to intervene and in a positive, life-giving, and stabilizing way. Enter in John Smith Baker, founder of Fathers in the Field, a mentoring program being cast nationwide to fish, not only for the hearts of these young boys, but help for the mothers raising them and how you can be a part. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome sought-after speaker, businessman, and founder of Fathers in the Field, changing lives of the fatherless, one boy at a time, Mr. John Smithbaker. John, welcome back to Testimony. Oh, it's so great. I'm glad you're having me back. Well, your story is so compelling. Our mutual friend, actress, and activist, Susan Howard, was kind enough to bring your story to me. And when I heard it, immediately I knew this is something everyone needs to hear. We have the Boy Scouts. We have community. But there hasn't been, as far as I've been able to determine, a mentoring program of commitment to a young boy who doesn't have a father in his life, and that's what I want to get into in our second segment today. John, can you give our audience some of the stats of the effects of a father absent from a home today? Yes, um, it's causing havoc within our country. It's it's the number one societal issue facing America, this lost generation of boys, and it's just accelerating, and I like to say the the tsunami is on its way because fatherlessness begets fatherlessness and the stats are just overwhelming and sad and, and just damaging to the fabric of our culture. Um, 72% of adolescent murders are committed by the fatherless children. 60% of rapists come from fatherless home. Um, 85% of men in prison are from fatherless homes dramatic increases of, of drug and alcohol abuse, twice as likely to drop out of school, 11 times more likely to exhibit violent behavior at school, the suicides by adolescents, uh, if you trace it back, most of them come from fatherless, broken family homes, and as we addressed earlier, they're just more likely to engage in early sexual behavior and and create the next generation of fatherless children. And so. The impact that we're seeing is great on our society, and I think people know it and they see it. Churches are being overwhelmed with all the symptoms of fatherlessness in their church, and um, it's just really a plight on our culture, and it needs to be intentionally addressed, and, and uh, 
let's stop pretending it's it's not affecting our culture. Amen and amen. Now, what specifically is your organization, Fathers in the Field, doing to empower and change the lives of these young boys? Well, just like you said on your intro, it, it's one boy at a time. But fundamentally, we go through the local church and we uh, raise godly men in the church that are that are vetted and, and all that and good standing within the church. And they make a three-year intentional commitment into the life of a fatherless boy. This is not for a week. This is not a weekend. This is not for lunch. This is not at their convenience. This is a commitment of great nature that the boy will say, really, somebody's willing to commit to me in writing that they are going to fall through and I can hold them accountable. Because what happens is these boys have been hurt and broken through all the broken promises uh, that men have made them. And they honestly don't believe that a man is going to live up to their commitment. So part of part of what we do is we make sure these boys know that we're making an intentional, long-term commitment. It's a three-year term broken into one-year um, segments, and there's a start and finish to each year. And it's really meant to show that men are living up to their commitments in the life of this fatherless boy. And the whole purpose of the ministry is to really get down and specifically address the father wound, the soul wound that's inside them. So if we don't do that, and 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 like you said, there's nobody else doing this because it's, it's messy. Ministry can be messy. And this is this is not meant to make productive citizens of these boys. This is meant to share the gospel in a father's boy language, which they can hear. It's very similar to going to a foreign land and having to translate the Bible and the gospel so they can hear it. These boys need to hear it in a way that they can understand. Now, to that particular point, you are a born-again Christian. You know who your Heavenly Father is, but... Arguably, some of these boys may not know that. So how do you help them intersect with your particular program? What is the dynamic going in that they're made aware of? Are there any conditions to joining fathers in the field um, as a young boy? Um, yes, there, there's a commitment that's made not only with the mentor father, but with the church and with the single mom. And, and there's a signing ceremony, so everybody understands what the commitments are. And the, the intentional commitment is a key aspect of it. Because these boys don't want pity. They, don't, they know if you're just doing it for your convenience sake, so you can tell your pastor you're doing something. They want and need to understand that you are doing it because you care about them. And what they need, and, and, and concerning understanding what you have to say as a man. So the, the real difference is my my mom was strong, and she tried to put me in Boy Scouts and all that, but all those group activities, all they did was pick my scab of being fatherless. I saw boys jumping into the arms of their fathers. I heard the fathers say they loved their son. I heard that they were going to get ice cream after the event. My derby car was so far behind the curve because I didn't have a dad at home helping me. So all it did was remind me that I was fatherless. 
Fathers in the Field specifically addresses what fatherless boys need. And they need a man to look them in the eyes and tell them, I am committing myself to you. And what they get the blessing of doing is, is introducing a Heavenly Father that will never leave or forsake them. And it's a journey that takes time and care, and, and that's our approach. And what I loved about in researching out your ministry, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to founder John Smithbaker of FathersInTheField.com, is that you engage these young boys in activities that the mentors would enjoy as well, hunting, fishing, whatever the outdoor activity might be. You're an avid outdoorsman yourself. You left uh, the comfort of a CEO position of a highly successful company uh, to fully devote yourself to ministry. So would you say that those interested in wanting to be mentors would be coming with what they enjoy doing, for example, golf, and they would take a young boy and say, let's go golfing and have a date once a week, once a month, for lack of a better way of saying it. Can you explain uh, more of the excitement of uh, being involved in fathers in the field. Absolutely. You know, these boys, God gave us boys an adventure spirit that, you know, is untamed when we're young, and that's why we need a masculine, godly man in our life to help us direct it in a positive way. So we use this, we use this adventure spirit to really engage these boys. So a relationship can be built, and these men can speak into their lives. So for the mentor fathers, what we do is we, we utilize whatever their passion is in the outdoors, and it could be automotives, hunting, fishing, like you said, woodworking, we, we, sports, or whatever it is. We keep them in their comfort zone. And we tell men, you don't need to be somebody different than who you are. God made you specifically with the passion that you have so you can invest in the life of a father's boy. So these men um, aren't feeling like they're out of their comfort zone or out of their skill sets, that they can be the hero in these boys' life because they have all the knowledge, the know-how to, to really use their passion and, and use it as a vehicle to build a trusting relationship so they can speak into the life of these boys. And furthermore, you know, we're not asking them to add any more time to their schedule. We're asking them to bring along a father's boy within their schedule. Amen and amen. Last question, John, in our remaining time. How has this brought closure to your own life, and has it been worth the reward of walking away from your own career? Yes. I was so grateful that, that the Lord forgave a sinner like me, and now I'm blessed beyond measure that I can... I can use that wound and that hurt and all those challenges that came along with it to help introduce lost, left behind, angry, hurting young boys and introduce them to a Heavenly Father that loves them so much they sent His Son to die a painful, shameful death on the cross. And what, what we get to share is that these boys have hope and that they know that they were made for a purpose, a glorious purpose, and they are not garbage that should be thrown out. And what we get to share with them, too, is our Heavenly Father has a big house. He has many rooms. 
And I, I think of that a lot in my situation. I never felt like I had a home, a good home, a stable, protected home. And I was always living in chaos. And I prayed my whole life for a peaceful home. And when I got to read the scripture, and my Heavenly Father tells me that He has many rooms, I rest in that every night and, and give great thanks and glory to Him. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to speaker, businessman, and founder of the nationwide nonprofit, Fathers in the Field, John Smith Baker. You can learn more about John's work, ministry, and mission by visiting fathersinthefield.com and become a part of changing through mentorship one fatherless boy at a time. John, thank you once again for sharing your incredible story and the hope in very realistic ways your organization, Fathers in the Field, is giving to the fatherlessness in this nation today. If the love of a natural father is not available, you and others share the hope of not only a quote, mentoring father, but a heavenly father who promises to never leave or forsake us and who loves us with a love everlasting, the greatest affirmation of all you've lived it, you know we thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing and an honor to be here and thank you for your kingdom work and thank you for letting me share my story. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.